0: You're listening to Hashtag Truth in Five with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you five minute episodes of weekly Biblical Truth to help you fill your cup. Join us each week on ChristianMix106.com or find us on your favorite app at Canyon Star TV Radio. This is Jenny Muscatel on Hashtag Truth in Five. I want to spend a little time today talking about grief. It's one of those things that is common, it is something we've all experienced and something we will all experience again throughout the course of our lives. While it may be common, it is also unique. Everyone grieves differently, and not everyone heals the same. There is no right way, and there is no set time. There are only pieces, and while some of those pieces are broken, others may be healing, and still some swirl like specks of sand, not sure where the storm will toss them. For over 20 years, I've worked as a licensed social worker, with much of my work being focused on end-of-life care. I've had the honor and privilege of being able to walk alongside these very wonderful people during some of the most vulnerable moments of their lives. Whether they were facing the end of life themselves or experiencing the loss of a loved one, what I've noticed is that grief seems to be a place where time, at least for a little while, stands a bit still. Ecclesiastes 3 tells us there is a time to weep and a time to mourn. There's a time for that. God has set apart a time for everything under the sun, and he has set apart a time to allow us to grieve. But he doesn't leave us alone. Psalm 34:18 promises us that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He knows our pain. He's tender, loving, ever-present, and he knows every corner of our heart, even those deeper, darker places. He understands every worry, every heartache, And he waits with open arms, saying, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Grief can tend to take your breath away. I remember the moment when I forgot how to breathe. It was the moment I lost my husband. He died of a heart attack at 38. Heart disease ran in his family. He had high cholesterol, but he was strong and active, and his death was something we never saw coming. Surviving survival was a process. For a long time, I chased around all my broken and swirling pieces and clung tightly to hope that something would be better in a world that seemed like it had fallen apart. But what I learned was that my hope was in Jesus. He was my rock. Matthew 7.25 tells us about the importance of building our house on a rock, explaining that a house built on sand will wash away in a storm. It says, And the rain fell, and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And friends, that rock is Jesus. Grief is different for everyone. For me, grief comes like waves in unexpected weather. It shows up at Christmas and reminds me of 4 minus 1. I feel its presence when facing a wall I know he would have gladly stormed. It swallows my heart in the expressions of our daughter, who happens to have his eyes. It lingers and stings when new memories are created that I wish he were here to see. But in those moments, I no longer try to catch my swirling pieces. And as time has gone on, I've learned to walk again, to breathe again, and it has become easier to remember to live out the truth in Psalm 121, 1 through 2 I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. It is through his love that I learned how to experience the beauty of life, even beyond the ashes. It is through his grace that I can have hope. It is through his strength that we can persevere. And it is his promise of eternity that brings me peace. In John 16, Jesus is preparing his disciples for his departure. He tells them he's going away and assures them it is for their good. In verse 20, he says, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. In John fourteen two 2-3, he says, There are many rooms in my father's house, and I am going to prepare a place for you. I would not tell you this if it were not so. And after I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you there myself, so that you will be where I am. Revelation 21, 3-4 talks about this place, and it says, "Look." Psalm 147.3 reminds us that God is not only close to the brokenhearted, but it says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. If your heart is heavy today, or you know someone with a heavy heart, remember to be gentle with yourself and others. Allow yourself the time you need to grieve and hold close to the promises of Jesus and remember that he is near to the brokenhearted. Let's pray. Lord, you know every thought, every emotion, every hurt and heartache, and your tender heart asks us to lay those burdens at your feet. Thank you for offering to carry our burdens, and thank you for carrying us. For those who are hurting today, Lord, I pray you wrap them up in your tender mercies, that you comfort them with your love, and that you bring them that peace that only you can bring that is beyond all understanding. I pray that you heal their broken hearts, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today on Hashtag Truth in 5, and thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Truth in 5. Remember to catch new episodes each Friday and Saturday at 5.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Christian Mix 106. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.